Did you know you're inside? Inside Ottawa. Podcasting from the Ottawa Alert Underground Studios in downtown Kansas City. And this is a podcast made for you. I'm going to have to ask you to go ahead and move your desk again. Downstairs into storage B. No. You're awful quiet over there. I'm just waiting. I don't know. <laughs> Usually, like, you're all amped up and, like, talking, and but there's nobody else in the room. Cause well, yeah, our... and I have the secret fear that she actually probably can't hear me when I speak. Can you, Christina Klein, uh, can you hear Drew when he speaks? Hello, 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 hello. I can hear him. Oh, yeah. what's the big? What were you worried hello, about? Hello. Well, I figured that it would be using like your speakerphone, but then what her we, audio. So no, I don't why know. would I leave you hanging like that? Why well, would we know. do an interview with somebody <laughs> in the Boston office and you wouldn't be able to, to talk to know. him? Why would I do that? Uh, so, first of all, welcome to the, uh, the Inside Auto Alert podcast. My name is Joey Little. That's Drew Black. Hello, uh, hello. Uh, we've got Christina Klein on the phone uh, from Boston. We're gonna get to, we're gonna get to know her here in a second. But first, uh, Drew, I know you're. Uh, what's the announcements? <laughs> you don't know, right? Uh, we got uh, stuff going on with Ford. We've got yeah, stuff we going a on. New launch with Ford going on. Yeah. Uh, uh, relaunching the 2.0. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty fun to see how that's going. Um, Pando X. Pando X is uh, is uh, is hitting. Christina, they got a whole different thing going on, kind of like in Boston. Because uh, you guys, I mean, uh, we're going to find out a little bit. We've we've asked in the past what exactly the Boston office does. And uh, Christina Klein, <laughs> I looked her up. She laughs. I think they like to keep it secret from us. Yeah. She's the director of marketing services out in, uh, in, in uh, is it Norwell? Is that where exactly where you guys are? Yes, yeah, Norwell, Massachusetts, which is considered the South Shore. The South Shore. Uh, nice yeah. building that they're in there. Good looking building. Uh it's uh, it's not it's south of Boston, south of Southie. Uh, it's uh, like country almost, suburbs. Not even suburbs, not even country. I, I don't know how to explain it. What would you explain out there in the East Coast? What are you guys? Um, we we call it the South Shore because it's not too far from um, a, a, a great highway of beaches. So, um, but definitely south of Boston, um, away from the hubbub of the city. Yeah. Um, but not not exactly country. How many? Uh, what do you think the average commute time to the Boston office is for the for the team there? Uh, average is probably you. 20, 25 minutes. That's so not bad. Um, that's a Kansas City commute. That's not too bad. That's not yeah. Irvine commute. No, no. <laughs> twenty to twenty five hours if you uh, if, if you work in Irvine. That's your commute time. Are you, are <laughs> exactly. You, are you born and bred Massachusetts? I am absolutely. Where are you originally from? Um, um, the suburbs of Boston. Oh, the so, suburbs of Boston. Um, I've been I've been here all my life, and I'm kind of addicted to the ocean, so I'll probably be here forever. You know, there's other oceans in other states too, just not this state here. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Just not. Uh, just saying. Anywhere but the Midwest. That doesn't We're snow. Kind of <laughs> kind of spoiled. Yeah, you guys. Uh, except for those nor'easters, which I still don't know what a nor'easter is. Um, can you explain to me what a nor'easter? Have you heard that, Drew? No. A, the weather yes. guys. Yeah. What's a nor'easter? It's it's just a combination of wind and snow and cold, um, all at the same time, and it, they usually swirl together and then they sit for a long time. So um, it's usually a pretty significant snow event. 
12 to uh, 18 inches is probably the norm for a nor'easter. Lots when, of wind. Though. You know what it stands for, nor'easter? Is it just a nor'easter? I don't even know. What does that even mean? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a blizzard it's, that just sits on top of you, but what did the word nor'easter? I thought it's what you called the people well, over in Boston. Co- like weather coming from Canada mixing with weather coming from the east of the ocean. So that's why it kind of swirls and sits on top of from north and east, nor'easter. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like yeah. a... It sounds like a Boston word. Yeah. It just sounds like Massachusetts word where they just combine things and don't tell the rest of the country how to say it. Yeah. yeah. Every time you say Boston, Joey, you, you kind of say Boston. No, it's it's strange. It's strange. I've it's, hung out with We the, like uh, to leave letters off of our words, so we, we drop the R mostly. Yeah, there's no R at all. There's no <laughs> pock to cod, hob and yod. It's like talking to Bob Tasca down in Rhode Island. Yeah. Hey, Joe, the car's going to do well this Saturday. <laughs> car's going to do great. Um, so that's, 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 so you live in, live, uh, your whole life in Massachusetts, right? Um, you got involved. I'm looking here. You've been with, uh, auto alerts since, uh, May of 17. It looks like you were with, uh, segment before that. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Yep. You were a VP man of marketing and account services at segment. That's a pretty big deal. That sounds like a, a high. And then yeah. you, you came to auto alert. must've been, we must've been offering you some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, that was um, it was a ten year stint with a, a startup firm, so that was our second business, and um, it was really fun to grow businesses and um, and you know produce something that we could sell. So um, the company did sell to um, another firm in Arizona, and since I'm a Boston girl, um, it was time to sort of take my uh, bag of tricks somewhere else and landed here at Auto Alert, um, which is ironically a very similar business model to what we were doing. Um, in the past, so I feel like I, I could walk through and, and contribute and, and help with the growth. The the accent that, that Christina has just sounds like she could kick your tail, doesn't she? Yeah. Doesn't it? Just sounds like you did just just the way she speaks. I don't think I would want to tangle with anybody from Bastin. Uh, they, but the, yeah. They, it, it, um, <laughs> you might mess up. What's his name in, uh, in sales? What's, uh, uh, what's my guy's name over there in sales? You can, you can tangle with him. He's all talk. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Justin. Uh, oh, yeah. Justin yeah. Friend. He's yeah, all talk. Yeah. yeah. But he's not originally from Boston. So, and, <laughs> so that's you, why he's all talk. When, when you came to uh, when you came to Auto Alert, the Boston office, did you come in uh, in the marketing services area? Because I'm going to have you just uh, in layman's terms kind of explain what the Boston office does within Auto Alert to Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could do that first, like what what it, what is it that the, the marketing services that you guys provide? So we're responsible for executing all of the marketing-related campaigns um, that our customers purchase. So the one-to-one marketing, um, which is the monthly program, or the intelligent marketing, which is uh, more customized. So that um, consists of direct mail pieces um, and emails going out the door. Um, we're also starting to do a little work with the new Geo product, um, So my team, the operations end of what we do here is um, we do a lot of proofing to make sure that things are getting out accurately and on time. Um, And we do a lot of customer service. So we're outreaching to our one-to-one dealers on a regular basis, um, showing them what their performance is and trying to help them um, get the maximum effectiveness out of their, their campaigns. 
So the marketing services of, of what AutoAlert really provides, the majority of that comes from the Boston office. And they have teams out there just like we do here in Kansas mm-hmm. City. You have a sales team, and then they have a big operations team. And that operations team is, is like what you said, just a lot of dealer-facing, a lot of like getting the numbers together and, and approaching the dealer and saying this is what your successes are. Absolutely, yeah. There's a um, customer service aspect of it. There's an execution aspect of it, which is working directly with our vendors um, to make sure that the campaigns um, um, get out the door. Um, We have a design team, so five designers that are um, pulling together the uh, marketing programs. Um, We have a data team um, who they help us um, pull the data and marry it with the creative so we can execute um, out the door. Um, We have a small e-marketing team of one, um, that helps on the email side of the house. So uh, it's a busy shop. You may ask, Drew, like, why would they need a design team? Because the one-to-one statements, you know, all look the same, right? Would you Have you seen the one-to-one statements? Yeah. Yeah, so they all look the same. Why would you need a design team? Uh, the Boston team actually s- sells other mail pieces besides one-to-one, right, Christine? Christina? Yes. Yes. Yep. So like, um, like we- holiday events and things? Right, exactly. So the more pretty side of the marketing um, that's sold from the sales team um, right here in our office. Um, so there's a lot of event-based marketing and um, just different ways to, to pitch um, to dealerships. Um, we do almost a 1,000 campaigns a month between both um, uh, sets of business. Um, so um, keeps us on our toes, that's for sure. Does With the, uh, with the campaigns that you guys do um... – they are are they data driven as well? Yes. Yeah. Explain um, a little bit about how some of those campaigns can be data driven. It's a very similar to the one to one statement where we're using the client um, database to construct offers um, and present that um, to their customers um, from a retention um, oriented perspective. So you can upgrade to a car. Let's trade keys. Um, um, I want to evaluate. Um, any positive equity you have. So all different kinds of messages to get in front of that existing customer and spark their interest in um, buying another vehicle from from the same store. So you get dealers that talk about, you know, they see the importance of one-to-one marketing, but we've been in a situation where um, mailers have just been around forever in automotive. I mean, you just it, it's never going to go away. Right. And uh, so you get dealers that that don't want to give that up. That's the Boston team is there to fill right. that need as well, mm-hmm. but also provide that data. And the biggest complaint that I've heard in the past from these uh, these mail houses that sell this advertising, these flyers or mailers that go out for car dealers, is they don't have any real data. And the right. data that they do yeah. use comes from the CRM, mm-hmm. which is only about twenty percent accurate because it's all put in by you know by humans. And so you'll get somebody <laughs> that let's say uh, uh, like a Chevy dealer or a Ford dealership that's going to send out a um, uh, $9.99 oil change, right? So that's right. going to be part of their messaging. Um, the complaint has been in the past is that they just kind of spray it everywhere. And so you got all these guys and women that own diesel trucks. Right. And anybody that owns a diesel knows that a $9.99 oil change does not exist. Right, right, right. Right. <laughs> so they get this in the mail. And so what has happened is that the dealer is spending money, just burning money in front of his face or her face. Right. On just and, and and you guys in Boston make sure that the message, uh, if it's not just the one to one statements, but the message matches the the consumers they're trying to hit, which is what's really unique. Mm-hmm. How is yeah, that? Absolutely. Yeah, you. If you want to go in depth a little bit more on that, I mean, it's just 
There's so many different campaigns. Uh, Zoe, who we've talked to out in yeah. Boston, she's one of the designers out there. Mm-hmm. They're just like a city within a city. Boston is, um, uh, there's some, some negatives and there's some positives, right? One, you guys seem like you're kind of away from the rest of the auto alert crew. That's what really I've kind of heard is that the, the culture is you guys are like on a satellite on an island. Um, a little bit, and I think that's that's um, sort of a bridge that, that I'm continuously trying to um, to overcome because it, 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 it's a talented group of people, and um, especially on the customer service side, we're really starting to partner with all the other operations teams to make sure that um, all of you know our what we're servicing um, really fits nicely with all of the other. Um, groups who are, are contacting and helping dealers. So we're more of an enhancement to the customer service model rather than something separate. Um, we, the marketing pieces are unique here because we have to produce them and there's a lot of work that goes into um, moving them through the systems. Um, but we're, you know, we're still um, have the same focus as to helping the dealers have, you know, the right offer, the right customer at the right time. Yeah. And when it comes to culture, you guys have a, I mean, what I, what I've always said is that, you know, we have an auto alert culture, which is a very, very, very high 50,000 foot view. And then you get down to the, the locations. You've got Kansas City's got a culture. Irvine's got a culture. Boston's got a culture. And then all of our remote workers. And then even mm-hmm. if you get into, like, if you go even further down, Boston's got different cultures from the sales side to the operations side to the designers. Uh, and it's, uh, it's unique. But how, how would you, I know this is just a really open-ended question. How would you des- how would you describe uh, your guys' culture on the operations side in Boston? Um, it, I think it's somewhat that you know traditional work hard, play hard. Um, we've got a, a great group, and I would call you know us of younger individuals here that you know like what they do, like to work, but we also like to have a lot of fun. So there's um, you know a lot of activities and events, and you know people lunching together and um, just make you know, making it easier to get done what we need to get done. Um, our our cycle is um, really, really, really busy at the beginning of the month as we're executing campaigns. And then, um, you know, we ha- there's less pressure through the back end of the month. So we, tr- we try to um, even it off with, with activities um, that, you know, keep the teams working together throughout the whole month. It's And it's kind of a bittersweet thing at the Boston office because, one, uh, they, what do you guys? I think they're like fifty or sixty employees out in Boston. Um, so it's a right small. What's, what's that? Right around forty. Forty. Oh. So the operations team is all together. Yeah. I mean, if you come here in Kansas City, operations can be split up, you know, on different right. floors. Right. But there, it's um, it's they're all there, right? So so it's a stronger bond and 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 teamwork is is pretty apparent. But at the same time, you're also all together, <laughs> you, right. you know, right. <laughs> you're just, it's like being in a, in a, in a, in a ship or out, you know, right. and you're all together. So, uh, and then sales is across the, across the, not the building, but kind of the room it's a, around the corner. Um, but it is unique, a unique atmosphere if you go there, cause it is a very young office. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a lot of millennials there and millennials like yeah. millennials like, you know, extra things, you know, uh, you know, like bing bag chairs and Cheetos. Yeah. What do you, what are some of the, what are some of the things do you think attracts the, the millennials uh, to the Boston office and working, working at, at the Norwell office? Um, I think mainly they just, they like 
the feeling of belonging to this team and this group and that everyone contributes to success. Um, so we try to promote a lot of that success on a regular basis. Um, but you're right, they're, you know, they are motivated a little differently um, and, you know, which makes it interesting and fun. You know, you know we do lunches together and, um, you know, we all participate in some like your uh, um, football pick them. Um, there's a lot of uh, sports smack talk here um, because we have really good teams. Um, and uh, last week we went and played kickball and everybody participated, It was, um, which was a great event. Hmm. Yeah, so I forgot to tell you, Drew. We just uh, I just launched the NFL. I just saw it. Football I just thing. saw it. I'd made my pick. You saw, so I had to. Uh, I, I had to win it all. I had to put up. Uh, uh, somebody hit me up and said, "We're going to do this." Which you guys are really involved in sports. I mean, it's. I mean, that's the whole state's like a a, a sports town. The whole state. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you one? Of, I mean, is that a dumb question to ask you, Christina? Are you? Are you into sports out there? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. Uh, Patriots are number one, but I, you know, follow the Red Sox and the Bruins as well. Not so much on the basketball side, but um, I wouldn't root for another team. <laughs> but the Celtics, yeah, I was a Celtics fan until Paul Pierce left. Um, and I do have to uh, congratulate the uh, the the residents of Worcester, um, Massachusetts. Which, by the way, it's Worcester. Ah, Worcester. Uh, Worcester. They just they just got the Double A Red Sox uh, Paw Sox team. I think it's the Woo Sox now. So um, that's that's always fun. To, you ever go to double A games? They were in Rhode Island for a while. Yeah. So, am I getting a call or uh, I'm getting a, a scam likely call? That uh, guy calls we, me all we should, the time. We should answer and talk to them. So, too. Like, Christina, click back and forth. Um, so when it when it comes to sports, uh, I know that uh, the it, it's a huge. I don't want to say distraction, but if the Sox are in the series, or if the uh, the Patriots are in the, which they always are, right? Um, How's that atmosphere around the office? I've seen it. I just want you to kind of explain because yeah. everybody's a sports fan there. But it's pretty fantastic, and it's great to have an excuse to wear, you know, fan gear because everybody has it, and um, our team loves the dress-down days. So um, we take advantage of those as much as we can, um, and it really is kind of electric um, when we've got, a, you know, a big game or we're in the series or – in this, um, the hunt for the Super Bowl, it, you know, it, it's kind of never ending because we do have good sports teams mm-hmm. year round. When I was out there cool. for the parade, when the Red Sox won the World yeah. Series out there for the parade, I realized that the 14 and 13 year old kids that were running around, they had never had a year without a world championship parade, whether it be basketball, you know, <laughs> they never have. The, so the Patriots, like, oh, the Red Sox. Again, the, I got to go to this again. Like every year, man, every year. And here in Kansas City, they win, uh, you know, one time in 2015, <laughs> yeah. and the entire city just shut down. Now that, it's just like. That hey, was an incredible day. Yeah. So now it's just like, eh, what, 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 what parade are we going to go to? Yeah. Hey, Christina, I want to test you a little bit on, on your uh, team members out there in Boston, all right? Uh, when you were in high school, remember when the yearbook would come out and then in, in the yearbook it would say, like, you know, most likely to, to succeed, you know, best hair, things like that? Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you, you know, most likely, and I want you to give me somebody on the team out there that fits, the, fits that narrative, right? So if I were to, like, if I were to gonna say, you know, most likely to be president of the United States of America, who fits that out here in Boston in, in, in what, what employee? Wow, that's mm. a good one. Yeah, it's a great one. <laughs> I, I'd probably pick Charlie LaPaglia. I was going to go with Connor, but that Charlie's a good good answer. Um, 
Who, who's most likely to own the most Harry Potter books? <laughs> Uh, that's definitely Taylor Kirby. Taylor Kirby. Who's most likely to win the lottery and then lose the ticket? <laughs> Ooh. Um, Connor again on my end. Man. Maybe that one's Aaron Andre. Oh, okay. Uh, who's most likely to be on a reality TV show? Um, probably... Uh, Zoe Metzger. Mm. She is, uh, yeah, good call. Uh, who's the most outspoken person in the Boston office? Negative or positive? Outspoken. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one? That's a tough one. Usually when people can't think of the answer, it's usually it's them. them. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Just saying. <laughs> All right, just a few more, and I know you got to get back to work here, and I appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, who has the best beard in the Boston office? The best beard? Yeah. Um, I guess it, it used to be Sam. Who has a beard? Sam shave his beard off? Uh, he did, yeah. Oh. Now he's just got a <clears throat> very interesting mustache. <laughs> Well, we can skip that one. I got two more for you. Okay. All right. Here's uh, oh, where I just lo- I just lost it. Oh, who is probably the most interesting on Snapchat? <laughs> That's funny. Um, I would say probably Tim Brogan. Tim Brogan. And last mm-hmm. but not least, who is most likely to be catfished? <laughs> you know what that means? To be what? Catfished. I have no idea what that means. So Catfished is, uh, it's a TV show that's on MTV, but, uh, well, actually, Drew, if you want to explain it, you're you're a little bit younger than me. You can speak All to right, the younger. So your online persona does not necessarily have to be who you actually are. So some people will get online and, like, say, a male will pose as a female and they will talk to other dudes and... Uh, so that's catfishing them. You're you like, basically a you fake like profile. Some, yeah, it's a fake profile. You get them interested in you, but it's not even really you. It's a it's a fake persona. So and then it happens is that we've seen on the TV show some some guys and women have been in a relationship online, never ever meeting that yeah. person, and then they kind of get some hints that the person's not even a real person. And for the other person, it's terrible because you're in love with this this person that doesn't even exist. Yeah. So, who do you think who do you think is going to fall for that the most in the Boston office? Oh, I have no idea. No clue. It Once again. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> that you? seems kind of mean. It is mean. <laughs> it's it's, it's happened to so many different... It's uh, how enough, Joey and I met, though. That's how Drew got his, uh, you know, his job here. Yeah. He, yeah. He said he, he I said he, Joey, so he, he, he hired was, me. Yeah, he said and he then a, day one, he's like, you're who not the are same, you? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't even have any experience. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Professionally catch. Yeah. So nobody nobody well, comes to mind? I don't know. I'm I'm afraid to pick someone. They well, might get mad at me. Who's most likely to interrupt a meeting? And then um, I got Um Justin. Justin Friend. And and who's most like who's the next person that's gonna come to your office for a got a minute meeting? You ever heard of those? The got a minute meetings? When somebody knocks on the door and goes, Hey Christina, you got a minute? Yeah. Who's gonna be that person? Sorry, you're 
You're breaking up oh. on me. You have to say that again. Who's who's most likely to be the next person to come to your door with a got a minute meeting? You know those where they knock on the door and they go, hey, Christina, you got a minute? Um, Probably Caitlin. Caitlin. It's a good group out there. It's a fun group if you get a chance to, to get out there. Uh, you want to go on the days where they're, they're having food coming in because mm. it's exciting. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and they do work hard out there, so um, you can't bother them. I've gotten in trouble before. Like, hey, we're working. I'm like, I'm just trying to take pictures and some video. So like, eat we're quietly in the corner. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's a good – and when you get out there, everybody is um, – uh, it's a good mixture of people, but it takes just a little bit for that, for that hard – candy shell to crack a little bit because mm-hmm. everybody kind of keeps to themselves because Boston is it's its own culture right mm-hmm. and uh, they do accept outsiders from other auto alert uh, teams but it just takes that second to just kind of get in there so is there a hazing process like anything that can get you in a little quicker <laughs> is there uh, <laughs> Only for people from the social media department. Oh, no. Don't put me on. That's what it <laughs> yeah. is. But, yeah, if you take food, they're pretty much good with food. Okay. So, Christina Klein, thank you. She's uh, she's a director of, uh, see, you're the director of, um, let me see what it, everything. Director of Marketing <laughs> Services uh, at the Norwell Boston office for Auto Alert. Christina, I want to thank you for getting on the phone. I know this can be a pain in the butt and interrupts a day, but uh, we do appreciate it. And it gives everybody at Auto Alert to understand a little bit more what's going on out east. All right? Uh, no problem. Thanks for having us. And um, come visit Boston. Thanks for listening to the Inside Auto Alert podcast. Remember, all views and opinions by anyone on the podcast are represented to themselves and do not necessarily reflect the ideas or opinions of Auto Alert. If you'd like to be a guest on the Inside Auto Alert podcast, reach out to Joey Little on Pando, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.